And if you're sitting there thinking, Ooh, I'm lost. I think we all are. <laughs>
but yeah, they wake up to Skuld and their Tirithi in, in their room and talk about how everything's pretty fucked up. Yeah, Skuld is talking about how battles are already happening. The Keyblade War has begun! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah, that conversation doesn't have a ton that I found super important. Do you want to just cut ahead to this uh, this scene in the where they go to the Foretellers Tower? Yeah, the only thing remotely relevant is that in that conversation, they get to the conclusion that Gula might know something mm-hmm. about what to do. So they end up going to, to find Gula, and they, uh, they do that. Also, apparently Ava is missing. I don't, we know why later. She goes looking for Lushu, but that's it. That's the, that's the end of that scene. Yeah. So they find Gula in the Foreteller's Tower, and Gula tells them stuff that mostly we already know from either this game or back cover, that Keyblade War is inevitable, that there's a lost page, talks about a traitor, mm-hmm. that the Master of Masters is a person who's Gula's master, and everyone else is of a Foreteller's master. Also, that there's a sixth apprentice named Lushu, mm-hmm. who I don't... Uh, disappeared as well. I don't know if it's Everglow's um, editing, but the pairing of this scene with uh, Ava talking to Lushu in a second is extremely good. Mm-hmm. Which we might as well just go straight to. Yeah. Um, yeah, Gula says that Ava is looking for Lushu, and then we immediately see her find him, uh, and he's just hanging out. She's, yeah, just kind of watching yeah, things, relaxing. and that's what he says. She's like, what, what are you... What have you been doing this whole time? And he says, oh, I've just been watching the events unfold. Mm-hmm. And she kind of gets mad at that because it's like... What are you supposed to do? <laughs> These events are bad. <laughs> uh, and he's like, that's what I'm supposed to do. You know, the master made it, wanted to make it such that uh, something would live on. And that's me, mm-hmm. basically, is kind of what he says. Which is interesting because also the dandelions were his idea. Right, he mentions the dandelions as well, yeah. This scene is interesting because the whole point is that Lushu's not supposed to interfere at all, but it is uh, presumably foretold that he is just inevitably involved because Ava does this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Lushu knows a lot more than anyone else, even though he doesn't have the book. <laughs> he knows that... Because mm-hmm. um, he's seen a lot. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I know there's a last page and... Has a prophecy of its own, and he's like, I know the master's pur- purpose, and also this is like weirdly cyclical, where the master's purpose is to watch what Lushu sees, and Lushu's purpose is to watch what the master has made everyone do, and um, mm-hmm. he's like, Lushu says he must pass on through this world as it ends and inherit its secrets, um, which is weird because we know that there's going to be dandelions surviving as well, and five of them will know what happened. But yeah, whatever. Uh, Ava's Ava is Ava gets upset at Lushu's uh, seeming Laissez lack faire. of initiative. To, yeah, to lack of initiative to stop anything, uh, and so she attacks him. Uh, at which point, we Gula Gula has already told us that uh, in the other scene that the lost page talks about um, how the traitor will be the person who misreads the truth. Uh, and that they will s- spark the war at the strike of the bell. Mm-hmm. Um, and the moment that Ava strikes Lushu with uh, her keyblade, uh, and Lushu like blocks it with his. She doesn't like kill him in in this or anything. Mm-hmm. But in the moment where they lock keyblades, a bell tower begins to ring, uh, making a pretty solid case for uh, Ava's being the traitor. Yeah, yeah. 
which is considerably interesting because she had the role that affects basically everything that happens after this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, the one who will misread the truth will step into secrecy is something that Gula says. And I guess just something we should all just keep in our pockets. Yeah, Gula couldn't figure it out. The bell rings and he's like, well, fuck, I guess this is it. See ya. We're all going to die. Uh, yeah, that's kind of it. <laughs> Scald. Credits <laughs> roll. Scald leaves to go with uh, the dandelions because mm-hmm. she's one of them. Uh, and she's like, hey, uh, to another insert player name, world? you should come too. Yeah, the and we'll slowly figure out this other place that Ava has talked about. Um, like, oh, yeah, she, I guess she's like, oh, yeah, I'm sending the dandelions to this other place. Ephemer, you need to get it ready. I'm jumping ahead quite a bit. The, the way they slowly pepper out details of what this is just makes me so fucking confused about what the how Ava did it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And what Ava did, um, I'm, it's it's kind of a bummer that we're today we're gonna cover what's been released and translated so far, and then walk away from it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not like we can do anything else. I know. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it's it's just like sort of a personal bummer that this game is yeah. choosing to run on far past Kingdom Hearts three. So we we'll need to make an addendum to the intro that says. To make sense of what mess has been released so far. <laughs> what mess before has Kingdom been made. Comes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, well, ugh. Ugh, so much. So much is not even in the timeline videos because we watched what uh, has been translated since. Um, but yeah, so the player does not go to the dandelions. The player asks the cheery hey, will you disappear if I disappear? And it's like, yeah. And the player's like, well, then I should probably join the dandelions because <laughs> you're cute, I guess. Uh-huh. But that is not what happens. It is taunted by the nightmare dark Cherithy, if you remember the little purple fucker. Who still owns, by the way. Oh, absolutely. About to own a little bit more. Uh, it explains, yeah. it, it explains <laughs> how the, the bangles worked. And it was like, hey, this is uh, turning the darkness into some power called guilt. Surprise, this is a trauma center game now. <laughs> and uh, the dark Cherithy explains how that it was formed and it was how much dark power the wielder it's attached to has and um its wielder is uh is the player <laughs> which is which is weird yeah interesting uh it summons some more darklings it merges with the darklings um this monster that it turns into very clearly has a dream eater sig- sigil that we can see notably i think this was in kai and not in uh unchained slash union cross mm. um if i remember seeing the different menu setting on the the boss fight uh but then it says that it's going to disappear for now and uh, uh it also yeah after, when you after it loses the fight right after you beat it it also says let's meet a uh let's meet again in another dream uh yeah. before it fades away and uh good Chirithi is like fuck. fuck does he mean another <laughs> yeah which is fuck? well i mean spirits and dream eaters are here huh Ah. No, I know. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the implication. Yeah, hard to. There's there's so many layers upon layers in this. Sh- it's like an onion. It's endless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk about a girl named Strelitzia or Strelitzia. Uh, she's creepy. Yeah, she's weird. She stalks it's the player. It's kind of stalkery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we see. I mentioned her before. Watching. Uh, not interacting. I mean, that's not how the game presents it. For. To be clear, it just presents it as like, oh, she's really fascinated by this person that she 
saw uh, waiting alone. never spoken to and just sees happens to see all all over the place and now follows all over the place and watches which is the player mm-hmm. which is yeah it's supposed to be read as like oh she has this like interest in the player i guess but it just feels a little weird yeah it starts with seeing them wait for ephemer like a whole mm-hmm. day and never interact and yeah no and then it just is kind of weird but uh i think that's it for now she's she says she has much to tell the player character and we don't really get to figure out what any of that is though no no uh but hey remember when ava was told to make new union leaders out of the dandelions Ephemer's one of them. Surprise! He has an interesting design. He's going to stick around. Yeah, so he gets told this, and we actually see it. He gets a rule book that it, she wrote on, you know, how to be a leader or a union leader or whatever. Uh, he doesn't really get that. For dummies. Yeah, how to be a union leader for dummies. He doesn't understand that. He doesn't really understand that the world's going to just end. She mentions a new reality. He's kind of confused mm-hmm. about what that is, but he's like, oh, so it's like kind of like an alternate alternate reality and she's like yeah close yeah her word choice for him is that you need to go prepare the other world i almost think Mm -hmm. this scene happened a while ago like like because when ava talks about him being gone to the player and scold i would presume that's where he is and what he's doing right yeah he's he's busy doing this yeah so but this is when we're seeing it she says hey the dandelions are gonna forget all this ever happened uh the chirithes can do that they can just I don't know, right-click, delete on memories. Uh, is like, I don't like that. I think forgetting the past is going to make the future worse. But he doesn't not like it enough to not do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Ava, at the end of the scene, the last thing Ava says is, you might feel differently if you were here to see what happens. And then later, uh, he does witness a little bit of it. And I guess he, I don't know, wants to carry the burden for them. It's dumb. Uh, we see Ava approach Strelitzia. I don't know how it's pronounced, but I do like saying lit with her name every time. <laughs> I think that that seems like a decent enough pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she asks Strelitzia if, uh, well, she says, hey, you're a union leader now. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, uh, she ge- gives her the same spiel, mm-hmm. and... It's it's a very short scene. We don't see very much of it at all. If you right, because uh, we presumably it's the same speech that Ephemer just got. Yes, but also, uh, if you remember, Ava is going to give one of the five union leaders the Book of Prophecies, but just one, right. and it happens in secret. And if it's Ephemer or Strelitzia, we haven't seen it. Correct. Presumably, we saw all of the Ephemer scene. I remember there being a cut when she hands him the rule book, which might have been just an editing thing it might have been intentional to leave a gap i don't know i feel like she told ephraim more than um he needed to know but she trusted him and i don't know she's a traitor who gives a shit it's speculation at this point of who it absolutely is and i think a lot of this episode is going to include some speculation sure so the strelitzia is stressing out because while most of her friends are uh, yeah well most of her friends are in the dandelions and therefore gonna live on can i talk about how weird that scene is sure where stilitzi is like everyone's gonna die and then the cheer like but your friends are dandelions so it's fine <laughs> and she's yeah, like yeah. but what about everyone else and then she's like oh no the boy i'm stalking isn't a dandelion fuck <laughs> She runs Poor off. girl. Yeah, the player, the player character isn't a dandelion. <laughs> so she runs off to look for the player character. Yeah. 
and and the the, the Chirithi's like, hey, you're not allowed to tell anyone when the world's gonna end. And she's like, I'll just I'll just talk him into joining the dandelions, and then we don't have to worry about it. Uh, it doesn't happen though. So she goes looking for the player. <laughs> it doesn't go too well. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, you learned about <laughs> twenty minutes ago that it went even worse than you thought. Yeah, I thought she. I thought it was just kind of like a. She, shit, I woke up and now I'm late for school. What did you think happened at the end of the last Jedi wheel? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's pretty clearly a a bad dissolution. (laughs) So is this one. She hobbles out holding the chair. All right, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So she goes looking for the player. She wanders into, I guess, an abandoned warehouse or something in Daybreak Town. uh, Yeah, it's just a house. It looks, I'm pretty sure it's the exact same place that the player in Skull talked to Gula like five minutes. uh, Oh, makes sense. Forever ago, Um, which that location choice has people speculating things. I don't know. But yeah, she goes in there. She does not see anyone. I think Achirithi actually mentions that they saw him walking around or something. I don't remember, but she ends up in this house. There's no one there. She decides to leave. But before she does, a shadowy figure, like Mugzert, like knocks her out and steals the uh, steals the book, the rule book from her. Mm-hmm. And then later when she wakes up, she walks out. She's like, oh, damn, I guess I was too too late. She walks outside and disappears. Trilitia, you're too late. Uh-huh. See, this is why, like, if... If they wanted to imply that that person killed her, why wouldn't she just die when that person knocked her out, you know? What the fuck does the disappearing mean? I don't know. Like, it is it is weird, because I don't think we've seen anyone but a Chirithi die. Um, however... <laughs> yeah, and that was real funny. <laughs> uh-huh. The, Strel- uh, the, the Chirithi also disappears with Strelitzia. Second question. Oh, right. Have and we... Given ev- the, I'm yeah. pretty sure everyone we've seen die in Kingdom Hearts disintegrates there are no corpses in the keyblade graveyard that's very fair so and given that we know that when a chirithi disappears it's because when a chirithi fades away it's because their wielder mm-hmm. also did it's all coming together that yeah. makes sense also so now rip. not yeah rip strelitzia and oh man more like stro rip <laughs> got him uh another female character dead great oh, uh, they were they were they were so few um, Scold makes it. Don't worry. Not that Strelitzia fucking did anything. She she seemed interesting, mm-hmm. for, even if it mm-hmm. was because she was stalking the player. Anyways, yep, so that happens. So someone took her book, and she's gone. The Keyblade War has begun. <laughs> yeah, we kind of cut right ahead to a few days later. The Keyblade War happens. The player is involved in it. Yeah. Uh, the player fights basically every... Union leader. Yeah, not uh, Gula. I don't know if that's just because it's their own. I'm kind of assuming because it seems kind of like yeah. cookie cutter dialogue that you get from each one. So it's probably just like, here's a boss rush of four. Notably, when you fight a sad, it's cut off by Ira fighting a sad. And when you fight Ira, it's cut off by a sad, like cutting right. in. And everyone, everyone save for a sad in their dialogue, it kind of sounds like. I feel bad I have to do this. Yeah. Ava... Uh, especially we, Ava. Yeah, Ava like, says, hey, go leave with the dandelions while you still can. But at this point, mm-hmm. the player is... It is too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, or is it? Or is it? Whoops. She also says that there's like a secret she can't divulge before she 
bef- uh, or after she fights you. Mm-hmm. After you lose that fight, or the fight ends at least, we kind of cut ahead to... It, it is now the Keyblade Graveyard. It was not before, but now that everyone has... Uh, it's just a... It's just the yard. <laughs> it is just the faded place, and it is then covered with... My belt will ring, Nomaki! <laughs> that's the worst thing that's ever happened on this show. So, the player's standing conven- or My union is better than yours! <laughs> there it is. The player is laying in the middle of this now Keyblade Graveyard. Um, which is conveniently formed two paths. I'm sure you're sure you're familiar with it. Do you think when Sora gets announced for Smash, they're gonna make the Smash symbol, but with the Keyblade graveyard instead? Because it's like a nah, because he never will be. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> I've I've seen the Book of Prophecies. <laughs> so, yeah, he he dies. Um, as he's laying there dying, the sky opens up. The blue light shines down as the sort of Kingdom Hearts colored light. Yeah, because Kingdom Hearts is just straight up heaven. Uh, it, it also, if I remember, isn't Kingdom Hearts just show up when you have a Keyblade War? <laughs> isn't that one of the criteria for appearance? Uh, it is, yes, the Kingdom Hearts was fought over during the Keyblade War, yeah. yeah. The ultimate source of light. Even though, like, it's never really mentioned. Like, that's not... It is in back cover that yeah. Gula summoned it to get the Master's attention. Yeah. Well, he wanted to. I guess this is it. Again, weird amounts of things that we've learned. As he's laying there, things kind of go pretty white, but then Ephemer and Scold show up. Things go pretty white, just, just like my family read. Ephemer <laughs> <laughs> uh, apologizes for being late for meeting up, says we'll go together, and then the whole thing fades entirely to white. We see, uh, like, the book flipping through some pages, and the text on the screen says... When you have awakened, what kind of world will that be? Is the world reflected in your eyes the world you wanted to see? You are the one who will decide. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, this is where Everglow cuts in the scene from uh, point two, where we see Lushu watching the Keyblade War. Player wakes up. That's weird. The player wakes up in Enchanted Dominion, uh, and his Chirithi explains that he just took a nap here. <laughs> for- yeah, the player is like... Hey, what? And the cheer thief's like, ha weird dreams again? <laughs> Everything's fine. And the player's like, why am I just sleeping here in the fucking grass? And cheer thief's like, oh, you know, you've been, been hard at you've been hard at work. You're real tired. Also, it's a whole new world. Um, yeah. Maybe you're open-minded in this new world. I read. I was reading some wiki pages, and assuming what it said was true, I didn't look up video of it. Um, uh, the original PC game of Kai, um, which is now has been gone for almost, I don't know, two, three years now. When this ending happened, uh, the player's about to walk up to a wall of thorns and decide, oh, we can't go any farther, and it leaves. Uh, we see a black crow fly over it towards, you know, Maleficent. This is Enchanted Dominion. The, according to that wiki page, the original ending continued just a little bit longer, and we saw Maleficent with the Book of Prophecies. Mm. Presumably that's not real. <laughs> yeah. Um but I read it and I've now given all of you the burden of that knowledge as well. Um unlike Ephemer, I let you know the past. Uh, okay. So, we now see Ephemer go to what is now the Keyblade graveyard because that's uh where he's supposed to go meet the rest of his union leaders, the five who know what the fuck happened. We don't know how long One of them skulled. 
Yeah, the the first one is Skull. We don't know like how long is between the Keyblade War and now. All can we talk about the? Oh, go, go ahead. No, I just started to think about it, and because we know that this is an alternate reality, why is there a Keyblade graveyard? <laughs> uh, because it's the because it's based. On, we'll learn later that it's a data world based on mm-hmm. the last one. I guess it kind of seemed like it was based on it, but like started over. I guess I could be wrong about that, and it's just entirely based on it. But if it was made before the Keyblade War happened. Y'all ever seen uh, the 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 new Doctor Who? Not like the classic old ones, but like never. Okay, well, the whole thing is like the Doctor locked up the big space war in a time bubble, so it's always and also never happening again. It's the same thing. I'm sure that metaphor connected with someone. Uh huh. I you know. No, I think it. I think it's just like all like all of the data up to like the very final moments. Mm-hmm. are captured in this data world. So as a result, there's like yeah. a battlefield with Keyblades in it. Yeah. Even if it's not like technically the Keyblade graveyard until the battle's over, mm-hmm. you know? Man, there are just so many fucking questions I have after yeah. what we've covered today. And I'll save them for the end because otherwise um, this episode's going to be four hours long. So yeah, Skull... I feel like we're almost there, honestly. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're faster through, but this, the last little bit is where all the fucking pretty dense yeah, yeah. where all of that is uh so scold gets there they're both kind of surprised that each of them were i don't think scold is that surprised that ephemeris picked um can we talk about the fucking buck wild way they choose to introduce the union leaders that they have like the order they have full conversations with them off screen and then reveal them or no i, th- I mean that's that, that's fine that the, maybe the biggest reveal is next <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so a, a word bubble pops up off the screen of the next person. They talk to him for a little bit. Ephemer walks over, shakes his hand. Camera starts to pan up on who Ephemer's shaking hands with. Uh, and it is Ventus. And he says, I'm Ventus. Why? He says, I'm Ventus. Call me Vin. Uh, <sighs> his hair is a little bit shorter. He's presumably younger. Um, whew. Yeah. Oh man, oh, a lot to unpack with that. Uh-huh. Um, and I, and the, I, the implication is that that this is kind of where, like, the you know, I mean, we know Ventus had amnesia at one point, so he would just forget all this, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We he his memory kind of vanished when uh from which Vent of Benitas was riven or whatever. Uh, and presumably, yeah, he could have. Maybe that's why Xehanort knows about the Keyblade War is because of Ventus. A lot of the big questions come from there's there's one trailer for Kingdom Hearts three where we see we see young Xehanort, the youngest Xehanort we've seen actually, presumably, um, the youngest Xehanort we've seen that we know is Xehanort, uh, <laughs> playing chess with a young Ericus, and they are talking about light and darkness and who gives a shit. Xehanort kind of looks up at the wall and sees the no-name Keyblade as, like, what their master used, or a master used. He wants it. He wants that shit. He sees that shit. He says, that's a Keyblade's made for me. I'm that guy. You see, they say it's no-name, but it's got my name written all over Hi-yo. it. So, a, a lot of the questions are raised then with, why is Ventus still a kid and birth by sleep? If Xehanort's old as shit, 
what is Lushu doing? My original theory was the time axis uh, answers all those questions. But as we get... The fuck's the time axis? You know the time axis. We joked about it I mean, I, for like a I, minute. I remember, joking about, I remember joking about it, but you said it like, oh yeah, the time axis, the thing we both agreed makes sense, mm-hmm. which we don't. We're not on that same page. Yes, we are. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck does it mean, though? <laughs> Riku very casually, offhandedly explains how, of course, every world moves at a different rate of time. And if we, uh-huh. if we agree that's true, it would be easy to assume that wherever Ventus is moves slower than wherever Xehanort was. And presumably, first, presumably wherever <laughs> Lushu goes. But I would argue but now... First, we need to talk about parallel universes. Exactly. What do you mean you have half a heart? But he... <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I almost think now that I've gotten through all that we had to talk about today and we know a little bit more about how fucking weird this world is, I almost think that doesn't, I think that's probably going to answer all the questions for us once we know the rest of it. Yeah. It's hard to say. All we know is that uh, Ventus doesn't age when he's asleep either. So why, Mm. why are we concerned? Anyways, we do know that Obviously, that Xehanort knows the Keyblade War happened, so one of these five people fuck up somehow. It could be Ventus. He could know it from Ventus. It's hard to say. Ventus says, I sure wish I had friends. God, it's so sad. <laughs> it's pretty sad, both uh, now and knowing what happens to Ventus Forever later. more. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> dare I say forever. Number four. Uh, the number f- the number fourth union leader that shows up is a some fedora yeah. wearing fuck named Brain. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, my notes say Who? a dumbass in a fedora calling himself Brain. It's so similar. The man's named Brain. It's gotta be a translation thing, but we're all just rolling with it. Um, because everyone's like, oh, it should be Blaine or it should be David Blaine up there. Oh. Interst- but they but then they heard Interstitch and they had to change it to to uh-huh. Brain. Um, it also is weirdly similar to Brig, uh, and everything he says I just naturally read in fucking Zigbar voice. Uh, as a result, you're probably right that it's supposed to be Blaine. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but official translations, and here we are. Uh, his name is Brain, <sighs> Mother Brain, and so wait, is this part has this part been officially translated? I think so. Or is this still so? fan? Okay. I think I think. There are well, official things that say brain. I'm not, I'm not going to promise you because I don't know, but... Mm-hmm. Commit it to memory how that's spelled. Yeah. Uh, brain is not so sure about lying to, to everyone about the past. Pretty much brings it up immediately. Uh, and Ephemer, now having, uh, spoiler, saved the player character from literal death, he is now confident and not wanting uh, all the people to carry that burden. Um, yeah. I don't know if this is an edit from Everglow, this next scene, um, but we do see, watch, I, again, we, are, we see uh, Strelitzia's book get taken. Um, I don't know if that's intentionally the game showing us, that us now or not, because I ain't playing fucking 800 quests in this game, you kidding? Yeah, uh, but because she was, uh, because she disappeared in a bad way, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> she doesn't show up yeah. to the union leader meeting. Uh, but somebody else does. Somebody else and says, does. "Yep, it's me. I'm the last one. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. We, it's just me. We don't me, the fifth union. We leader. don't know if they're the one who's not supposed to be there. We don't know. Presumably, we fair 
point. Presume and when what they're about to do later also hmm. raises some questions of that. Fair point. All we know, one of them has the Book of Prophecies, and one of them, or none of them, because it could have just been Strelitzia, who's ha- well, I presu- uh, bad disappeared. Presumably, whoever took their rule book also took the Book of Prophecies. Sure. So one of these five people have the Book of Prophecies. One of these five people killed Strelitzia and took their place. Based on what we've seen, Ephemer uh, is one, neither of those. The last one is Laura. The last one is Laura. Yeah. By the way, like Marluxia, but without the. You're just gonna and, fucking uh, so casually say that there are people who don't know that and only get the story from this show, and you're just going to casually say, oh, by the way, it's Lorium, it's Marluxia, it's back. You were speeding ahead. (laughs) I need to lay the groundwork that it's fucking Marluxia's somebody. It's Marluxia's somebody. It's a pink-haired idiot. It's a little bit shorter. That's not even the wildest shit we're going to say in the rest of this episode. But he is there. No. And he is number five. Oh, like I am number four? Yeah, just like that. Whatever... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, or what if that the plot of that movie but with organization 13 instead yes i'm gonna have to watch it to even know what it is i i they were there was multiple people or whatever and they were numbered and they were hunted i don't know i vague understanding i haven't seen it anyways they go to the foretellers tower which is now their tower Mm -hmm. you know they start to establish (laughs) their dynamic brain off the bat picks like basically talks to ephemer as if they're in charge but also as if they don't give a shit about what's going on so again zigbar voice uh lorium kind of starts doing the same thing too mm-hmm. ephemer kind of to at least to the two of them seems to exude a uh a, a leader vibe and they kind of they're fine with it, it seems like yeah um i kind of get the impression that they're older and they like it like that's kind of where that comes from mm-hmm. but also i don't know maybe they there's no i guess one of them might have known i guess i don't want to assume that whoever killed strelitzia knew more but also why the fuck would they kill strelitzia and take her book if they didn't know more but i don't know <sighs> i don't know brain starts reading some book that was open on the master of master's desk and says hey we're gonna make everybody spirits motherfucker uh the way you said that made it sounds like we're gonna turn everybody into spirits but oh no we're gonna create spirits. Is, is we're going to create spirits for everyone mm-hmm. uh so they do that and the way they do that is uh by like taking some chirithi juice <laughs> and ter- turning the chirithi juice into uh dream eaters into spirits there's, there's a- again continuing the implication that chirithi are dream eaters yeah there's a l- apparently a long list of ingredients that ephemer ventus and scold happily go collect i was reading comments and it was approximate there a scold says oh it's a very long list and one of the comments was like yeah it's a long list there's like 200 quests of agrabah in there damn <laughs> there's so much fucking agrabah in this game but they do that lorium does uh willfully says count me out and uh the next thing we see story-wise is the player character getting a spirit and uh that's great and all then they have dreams about the keyblade war and the cheerithy says uh-huh. hey please stop having it's just a dream. It's fine. Uh, and also the Chirithi uh, eats your memories. Continues to keep... Yep. Keeps on doing that. Just fucking um, slurps them up. Yeah, and sort of the implication is that the dreams are related to Chirithi's eating of your memories. Yeah, I would I would assume if they're eating it, it would sort of come to the forefront. and Maybe you'd think about it for the last time or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, that's... Uh, what are we basing that off of? 
Yeah, I don't know. Just seems. It seems like yeah. it. Um, <laughs> Ephemer and, and Skald talk about, you know, what they've been doing as union leaders, and Ephemer kind of seems like uh, he's having second thoughts about all the lying they have to do. Maybe not second thoughts, but he just feels shitty about yeah. it. Yeah. The player's Tirithi comes in and says, hey, this sucks, man. He's having. Yeah, I don't like doing He's this. having dreams. I like, I like the player. Yeah. We're friends, and I have, and he's like having dreams about his own uh, fucking mortal demise, and I'm just like taking that away. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Um, and Ephra- and I guess yeah, Ephemer is unsure about everything. But the next thing that happens, Ephemer says, "Don't forget your task," and the Chirithi says, "Of course, Union Cross, right?" <laughs> okay. And Scold, it's the that is the title of the thing. Yeah, and Scold says that's right. New adventures with uh-huh. new adventures with friends is a great way to bury sad memories in someone's heart, which is so <laughs> fucked up. What the fuck, Scold? What the fuck, Scold? <laughs> Scold? Fuck! I'm gonna scold. Damn, Scold! I'm gonna scold, Scold. You're as Scold as ice. <laughs> Oh man, Ephemer, uh, which now at this point in my notes, I've abbreviated to Effie. Uh, Effie talks about, oh, by the way, Chirithi, the darkness in this world is different. It's almost as if it has its own will. Anyways, bye bye. And uh, it leaves Skull, and Skull uh-huh. is like, hey, why the fuck did you tell him that about the darkness? No reason. Anyway, yeah. about that. Uh, he, yeah, he also says, I, uh,. I get a really bad feeling every time something happens in this world that didn't happen in the other one, which is a hell of a line. Uh, also says the Union Cross stuff feels off. I don't know what that means. I don't know what Union Cross means. I don't know if it just means making the new unions between the five of them or what. Uh, but Skull says, hey, it's what we're supposed to do. That's the rules. Bada bing. Bada boom. And that is, uh, that is all that is included in the timeline video episode, of, uh, like episode 10 is where that ends. There is no episode 11, but uh, Everglow has posted some uh, newer quests that have been translated. Um, I, don't, I didn't write down the numbers, and it doesn't matter. But the next scene that matters is Maleficent. She's here. Mm-hmm. If, you, and... if, you, if you skim through all the quests that no one gives a shit about, you will see the player character team up with Prince Charming and defeat Maleficent, both before and after Scaly. And... When we see her in this cutscene, it is her having recently lost, and she shouts at the Void, Why can't I change the ending? And the Void answers, Because you've, you've known that you came from the past, Maleficent. Yeah, a voice says that, mm-hmm. and then she says, Show yourself, it's very funny, she says, Show yourself, and then uh, a figure, like, made of shadow, says, I can't. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just shadow. I am darkness. Right, that's how... This character identifies themselves mm-hmm. as, as they're just darkness. They say, I am darkness. Um, it's not even capitalized. It's like a proper noun. They just say, I am darkness. No. Poof. So the darkness lays a lot of things out for us in this scene. Lays out is a good way to put it because it is kind of just, here's some things about things. Yeah. Here's... <laughs> you, you do what you want with them. <laughs> uh, so it says that she is trying to go to the past to older worlds to change the outcome that they had. That might sound weird until you realize what he means. That's what she's literally doing right now. Um, she is in a pe- like she is not Maleficent. This is like our Maleficent. This is, yeah, this is our like, real Maleficent, and she came back to a past enchanted dominion 
to try and win. Uh, where she was, because... That's how time travel works. That's how time travel works. You have to go back to where you were. You might be thinking, you might be thinking, wait, hold on, Joe Wheels, I know all the Kingdom Hearts lore. I know that to time travel, you must separate your heart <laughs> from your body. And you are correct, dear listener. I love your attention to detail. However... Riku did that to her in Kingdom Hearts 1, and we have to just deal with that now. <laughs> so eat shit. <laughs> yeah, and the darkness uh, points... Patton. <laughs> the darkness points that out to us and says that boy, uh, when he stabbed you and turned you into a dragon, I guess her heart was separate from her body. Here come that boy. Here come that boy, Riku. What up? You got that big stab. <laughs> oh, he's... shit. Oh, Riku possessed by Zayn or, or Ansem, the secret of darkness, of course. I know Kingdom Hearts 1 was a very long time ago. Uh, so yeah, this travel only works when that happens, but that happened. Uh, and apparently she was told how time travel worked by Xehanort, which we can believe. Um, Xehanort also is the one who told her about the seven pure hearts of light. And about Keyblade, yeah, yeah, whole, the whole Yeah, we didn't, I don't think we saw any of it, but we know that she was told stuff in Birth by Sleep. Uh, so that's right. great. Um, we also learned that she had not created Enchanted Dominion before the Keyblade War happened, which is... Correct. It raises a lot of questions. One, she created Enchanted Dominion? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's the first one. Yeah. Two, why is it here in this world if it's based on the world before the Keyblade War? Mm-hmm. And I think that all the other questions are speculation about... It almost implies... Darkness almost implies that... It has something to do with why Enchanted Dominion, like, wasn't there before, but is now. Like, something about preventing all of the worlds with the seven princesses from all um, exist. I don't know. So that, it's kind of a, it, there's a lot of vagary happening. Yeah, it's, it, she's, she says that's vague to a couple, to at least once in this conversation. But yeah, no, he, or they, the darkness, says that he, they have trapped Maleficent in this data version of the world so that they can't fuck shit up and basically says yes and i also in this data that you're in have intentionally not included a world that had a pure heart so mm -hmm. i don't think it meant this one they are probably you're probably yeah that makes more sense what you're saying yeah so i'm gonna i have um some text on the screen that the darkness relays that i'll just I guess read verbatim. They say, Before the Keyblade War, the Keyblade wielders defeated dark beings and gathered the light in the worlds of future light described by the Book of Prophecies. So, I guess when I said before that it wasn't the future, it kind of was. It's not that they were traveling mm -hmm. to the future, it's that the worlds hadn't happened yet. Which, God, that's so many questions. But the Book of Prophecies... And if you're sitting there thinking, Ooh, I'm lost. I think we all yeah, are. Yeah, we're all a little this lost. Is, this is a lot. Yeah, it's. This is like the. Th it's hard to parse right now, uh -huh. but. It doesn't. But the implications seem to be Maleficent went into the past and in doing so kind of got tr stuck, got trapped mm -hmm. by this dark figure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, in a data world that is the made of the data mm -hmm. of pre. Here's. Keyblade War mm. that and and was made so that the dandelions had somewhere to escape to. Yeah, it's it's hmm. yeah. So the it's the data like world was maybe one interpretation. Yeah, the data world was made, and I don't know why there's an enchanted dominion there, but presumably yeah. that's where she went trying to travel back to the earliest possible enchanted dominion. But now it's not real, and that's weird. 
But she doesn't know what's going on either, if it makes you feel better. But yeah, so after the Keyblade War, I'm, I'm continuing to read now the quote. After the Keyblade War, the Master and the Foretellers disappeared, and the remnants of sadness from the Keyblade wielders left behind were written to be tales of vivid adventures. Uh, they called it Kingdom Hearts Kai. It's a great game. Everyone loves it. Um, makes so much money, this mm. week. However, in a world without the Master or the Foretellers, one cannot draw out worlds from the Book of Prophecies. That seems important. Uh, there, the data of those worlds was created and fixed. The unfinished parts are still included in those real worlds, too. All right. I, I don't know what that phrase Me means. Me either. The, the data of those worlds was created and fixed. That sort of makes sense. Like, they're unchanging. You can't win in this fight. Mm -hmm. uh, the unfinished parts are still included in those real worlds. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. So here's maybe one interpretation. The, the darkness is ramping up to the explanation that all of this is the data world. And the way they do that is by saying, hey, there's a data world out there where there's some unfinished parts. Potentially. Yeah. Look around you. Notice around there's you. some unfinished parts about the world that you're mm -hmm. in. Potentially. Yeah. What conclusions, Maleficent, can you make from this? And she's like, damn. I'm in a data world. So maybe that's what that line is supposed maybe. to be. It's like, hey, notice around you that you're in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. And she's like, damn, I am in the Matrix. Yeah, it might be a little lost in translation when, as when, well. When it, when it says the real worlds, mm -hmm. maybe we need to imagine some, some scare quotes around that because the darkness is trying to convey that what she assumes is the real world is not. That's, that's one possible, that's one way I could read maybe. it. Yeah, because the next thing that happens is she asks if this isn't the real world then and he says yep uh and i quote this world isn't above the world line of the real world this is a data world in which the story has already been written what is the world line doesn't matter no <laughs> <laughs> much like the time axis uh whatever so i'm really so i'm i'm with you listener i'm really confused but i kind of like it <laughs> i kind of like I like the there, there's something about the the juxtaposition of the player's experience pre and post Keyblade War that like sure it's difficult to parse out in a plot sense but there's I don't know there's something I think the game still captures something emotional about that uh, about the loss of memory about it mm -hmm. and about this like incredibly important event about which we have very few details the sort of like big bang moment where yeah. like you go back far enough and all of a sudden you can't really get details about mm -hmm. it i don't know i find it all kind of interesting and cool how they tie it into the kingdom hearts bullshit yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll just be interesting to see how the knot the, to continue the metaphor of tying it in to see how the knot finally completes yeah we we know so little about the keyblade war quite literally even though we uh, that was just the beginning even though we've seen it We've seen it, and I still feel like I know so little. But anyways, yeah, so not above the world line. Maleficent asks if the darkness did this to, like, trapped her because it feared her power. Uh, and it says, no, close. Uh, it was fearing her knowing the future. And that is why it did not include a world that had a pure heart in it. Which is interesting because I, the darkness having so much willpower over the existence of this world that was presumably created by Ava question mark or whatever. Weird. I guess Ephemer's right to fear that the darkness has some sort of willpower. Mm-hmm. It is bizarre. I don't 
I don't connect it to anything. What, uh, seven deadly, what seven deadly sin is Ava associated with? I would have to look it up. Seven deadly sins theory. Um, yep, the five foretellers are named after five of the seven deadly sins. Envy being Envy, Gula being uh, Gluttony, Ira being Wrath, uh, Sed being uh, Sloth. I feel like those two should be switched. And Ava was... Uh, well, Ira, like Ire, as in mm-hmm. Oh, I just meant their personalities. Oh, sure. Um, with Ava, it is after Avarice, which means Greed. Hmm. I wonder if there's some like so th- there could so the reason I ask is because I was wondering if that th- there there's a possibility that the darkness is some sort of corrupted remnant of Ava. We know Ava was at the Keyblade War because mm-hmm. we fought her there. Um. So she didn't m- make it. Presumably, yeah. she died in the Keyblade War along with everyone else. But maybe this darkness that has a personality is some part of her that she had to put in when helping Ephemer make this data world that's that's again pure speculation yeah. but you know given her being named after avarice after greed uh maybe her it's her attempt to live on even though she's not supposed to hmm i mean i mean it's again it's pure yeah. guess there's there's a lot of guesses to 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 run with i at least don't connect it to anything existing in kingdom hearts outside of unchained because it is so omniscient um, I would be hard pressed to say like, oh, darkness, Xehanort, because Xehanort wants to know what happened. Right. At least in Birth by Sleep, there's a lot of uh retconny shit where oh, the organization had a completely different goal than it pretended to in two or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't buy that with um Xehanort, and Xehanort wouldn't know all of the shit until he do- makes the time travel happen. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so that's basically the end of that scene um uh, well yeah she asks uh oh right yeah, yeah yeah this is important i don't remember what she asks him like something like oh you're gonna uh trap me here forever kill me i don't know but uh what the darkness says is that she needs to return to her own time she assumes that she can't from this world but the darkness says there is a way and that is the end of that scene yep not a lot in the Further in the next, uh, I guess you'd call it two uh, story scenes. Mm-hmm. One of them uh, shows that the rule books that the union leaders have say that there needs to be some competition between Keyblade wielders, and they figure the way to do that without causing another Keyblade war is to have them fight in a data remnant of the Keyblade war. Do I understand that correctly? I think so, yeah, because they see that they're supposed to make them fight each other which vin is very surprised about in a in a way that implies that he has not read the book pretty much every because he doesn't read we've already established and um which uh god I, I'm, I'm glad that that is that joke that i made too many times is being fortified by canon <sighs> ephemer feels bad about it so does ventus and, and scold brain just wants to do what the book says and ephemer decides to then do what the book says lorium interestingly isn't there but brain i guess told brain god it's so weird to just say that as a name that mm-hmm. lorium is just gonna agree with whatever ephemer says so ephemer's has anyone made the joke about how lorium has pink hair so they're pinky in the brain i saw a, a, at least one comment about that yeah but it's very good cool it's very good what was i fucking saying yeah so ephemer decides all right we'll follow the rules but instead of actually making them fight we'll use this data stuff we'll like let them like everyone has their data backed up in the data world which I guess 
isn't what they're in. Like, Daybreak Town isn't it. They're going into the data world instead of going into the projections this time. I guess we can assume from that. But basically, Ephraim says, yep, we'll do the opponents can... I'm reading a quote now. Opponents can fight in the Keyblade War recorded in the data. That way, we should be able to avoid any conflicts between their hearts. Brain's like, oh, cool, you managed to follow the rule and not do the thing you didn't want to do. And everyone seems to be on board. And Ephemer says it's all thanks to Lorium, because a couple days ago, Lorium mentioned that the data existed and was there. And he mentioned it because he is looking for someone close to him that he has not seen, even though he was sure that they were surviving in the Dandelions. It's Strelitzia. Yeah, we'll figure that out in a minute. <laughs> and we find that out, because uh, one of the next things we see is Lorium walking around, and he meets someone with blonde hair named Elrina. Sort of like a mini lark scene. Yeah, interesting. Without, without Yeah, interesting how that, such an interesting, she has the antenna. Wow. Wow. Huh. It's uh, her. Yeah, it is her. <laughs> it's her. 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 And he asks, hey, did you know my sister Strelitzia? Uh, she did she because did. they were they were in little Keyblade wielder parties before, mm-hmm. and this is also they. Lorium had a sister, and it was Strelitzia. Interesting. I it, it's interesting seeing comments on those videos. Like, man, that pink hair idiot I beat up fifteen years ago is here in this mobile game looking for their dead sister. Yeah. Oh, it cuts away to basically their conversation happening that we don't see. They're talking about how Strelitzia is missing. Presumably, Lorium wouldn't be doing all this if he killed her himself. Um, right. Unless it's just one big stint. I kind of doubt that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Elrena says that uh, she noticed Strelitzia, or, or I can't remember if Strelitzia told her, she just noticed that Strelitzia was following the same person over and over again, but Elrena doesn't know that person's name. Obviously, that's the player. Mm-hmm. Elrena's Chirithi confirms that as well. And Lorium says, I guess I need to go find who this person is. And then Lorium goes back to the union leaders and Ephemer's like, oh yeah, that description matches my friend. Insert player name here. Mm-hmm. Yep, and Skold also can connect those dots as well. Lorium's like, okay, cool. And then leaves. Uh, and then we see Hey, that. we just made sense of all of Kingdom Hearts. Oh, there's more. What? I thought that was it. Because we skipped over Elrena oh. investigating that house. Um, but nothing happens. She sure. Just, she, I just didn't. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't write any notes on it. Yeah, she, <laughs> nothing happens. Yeah, she goes in the house, but then yeah, you recap the rest of my notes. Hey, we just made sense of Kingdom Hearts before Kingdom Hearts three yeah, came out. I made sense as a stretch. But we did our best. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes mostly. I mean, to the extent that it is supposed to make sense, <laughs> it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. To, to the extent that we are intended to make sense of it by the creators of the thing. I feel confident saying we have made sense of it. I think so, too. We did get that one angry iTunes review about not knowing some fucking shit about Zexion. So maybe not. We might have fucked up there. Um, also, I think that iTunes reviewer is fucking wrong about it. <laughs> did anyway. you dive back the, into it? No, but I still remember it because, you know, the... Uh, um, they, they reviewed us on iTunes know, with one star. There's no way one, that they were wrong. Star, one star iTunes review, iTunes reviews cut deep is all I'm saying. <laughs> so I remember what they what their claim was, and I think they're wrong. I think they're just factually incorrect. <laughs> I could not care less if they were or weren't. Either way, we did do the, what we ha- we have done all that has been available for us. I'm presuming I don't think there's going to be any updates until the game is out. 
um, which is fucking 13 days from now. That's wild. It'll be one week from when this episode is, is up, which means next week you'll hear us summarize all of Kingdom Hearts in one episode. Yeah, probably about this length, I would guess, <laughs> mm-hmm. give or take. But yeah, we will, we will see you next week. This is the story of a boy named Sora who was housing three very lovely hearts. Yeah, that's adorable. Yeah. Support us on Patreon. We had to watch a lot of un- <laughs> Unchained. <laughs> Where are you on the internet, Wheels? Twitter.com slash TheTravisW and a podcast called Very Random Encounters which is a show I play with, I do with my friends where we play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. Hell yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. And I make a couple other podcasts. Um, the one I'll talk about today is They Then Theirs. It's a monthly non-binary discussion podcast. Episode two might be up by the time that this is in the public feed. I think um, we talked about a lot of stuff. I think we tried to focus on talking about pronouns a lot. Um, and sort of figuring some of that stuff out. But yeah, that's a fun show. Um, this show is supported by Patreon, patreon.com slash MemorizeCast. You can get episodes early, which might be useful come Kingdom Hearts 3 time. I don't know. There's also some other stuff that we do there if you want to uh, back at higher tiers, such as Interstitial is going to come out at some point. The season 2 of that, our actual play show based on Kingdom Hearts. So you can find out more about that. Uh, this show is hosted on the Orange Ghost Podcast Network. You can read more about it and support that net- network. Listen to those shows at theorangegroves.com. Poof, you can email us at memorizecast at gmail.com. And our theme music is a remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Day, courtesy of Game Chops. Join our Discord server. Follow us on Twitter. Those are the things that I forgot. Our Twitter is memorizecast. And the pinned tweet to that is. Uh, also, has a link to the Patreon and the Discord server, and everything's in the show notes. I've been talking for too long. Put an end to me. We did it. We did it. That was Kingdom Hearts Kai and Unchained and Union Cross. So far. Got, Got it. Memorized. We were together. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts.